0: It is Friday, 22nd of September 2017. This is episode 318 of Digital Outbox. Welcome to another episode, I'm Chris and Ian's here as well, hello Ian. Evening Chris. Woo, this is like two podcasts in two weeks, we are back on track.
1: Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but we are, yeah, we've hit some
0: sort of schedule. (laughs) Who knew we had a schedule, we don't. Uh, All right, so let's crack on with the news as ever in the tech world. And we're going to start with a couple of follow-up stories. So Equifax, we talked about this last week. They lost uh, or they had their data stolen of 143 million Americans. And they did mention that there may have been some UK people uh, because of process issues, which meant that some UK data was being held in America. Uh, And indeed, yes, they have come out and said, "Yep, 400,000 UK customers were affected. They're going to be contacting those customers but they call the data that was lost to UK customers non-sensitive, so they don't think there's going to be uh, any uh, what's they call it identity theft on that data.
1: Yeah, which is a good mm-hmm. thing. Um, but four hundred thousand feels like four hundred thousand too much, you know. Because as you see, this for a pro, it's a pretty big process, Eric. Exactly, <laughs> um, and and also it makes me think that you know, obviously they're not checking the processes. You know, because it
0: just means that they they either knew it was a process and couldn't be bothered to do anything about it, yeah, or they uh, it's legal that have told them they got a process error because yeah. they shouldn't have been doing it.
1: And for that type of firm who you're relying on, you know, that, that their whole point mm. about them was to kind of watch you know watch accounts on your behalf and check credit ratings on your behalf and all that kind of stuff. It just oh disastrous. Uh,
0: you ha- I mean you can't not be involved in the credit credit rating agency because they just automatically are uh, involved in you when you when you do the loans and stuff so there's no way you can avoid them so you have you know they have a duty of care and they are facing now uh, you know multiple legal lawsuits and you know in in this case, it's an interesting one because it's not subscription service necessarily. You know, these are, this is just data the holding thing. Uh, you know, they always talk about how you know they discovered the breach and stuff like that. I do wonder whether this I've discovered a breach means that they've actually just downloaded the file that appeared on the bins and saw that actually yeah it's relevant. Um, you know, I don't know where these guys security is and how they actually identify when there's been break-ins, but I have a suspicion it's when they get notified or tipped off that a hey, all this data is on the bins.
1: And I think with this one, it was you know, there's been a, there's a lot recently where it's been when the hackers have actually said we'll properly release this. You know, we'll release mm. more. Um, here's the proof. they have got your data, and and then they go, oh look, we've been <laughs> we've been breached. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So
0: it's even later, and and they and they've been quite slow to respond. This all happened in May. Uh, we're obviously now a fair number of months and, down, and the that line. was the
1: bit that annoyed me the most. It was the same with the Sony one. I'm sure it was the Sony one where they kind of mm-hmm. sat in it yeah, for it about, well. you know, a number of weeks, and it's like that's that's even worse. So, people have had my data, so so
0: even there are times when that is a sensible approach when there is a zero day exploit uh, that and they need to patch things before they can then start announcing that they've been maybe hacked or or they've discovered this issue. So there are occasions, but it, you would have thought that that the occasions when it's going to stretch from may to september is is quite rare agreed Mm. okay so we'll just see we'll track along to see whether the, the the lawsuits have any uh impact um another breaking story from today actually we did talk about this well we have talked about this in the past but uber has been stripped of its london license uh now officially this is down to due due to a lack of corporate responsibility so that's the uh, transport for london have come out and said that they did a number of checks they weren't happy with uh, the checks that are carried out on drivers to ensure um, uh, they're they're safe to operate taxis they weren't happy with a number of other things including if you remember a while back we talked about a piece of software i can't remember the name of it off the uh, the, my top of my hand, but it was a piece of software that allowed them to no- notice when they were being monitored effectively. Grayball. Grayball, that was it. Um, and so they were, weren't happy with any of those and they've removed their license. Uh, I mean, this is such a politically sensitive um, topic as well because of all the issues with black cabs and and, uh, and how the, you know effectively they say we're not operating on, a, on a, an even keel. But what it does mean is that forty thousand drivers that are around London offering this service, which uh, you know in general is well received by customers, uh, are now going to be looking for alternative employment. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's got very political today. <laughs> well, well, the reason I, the reason I'm saying that is that there's forty thousand drivers that will be signing up for another service. Sure. Because there's other services, and um, yes. and I don't know if it's the same everywhere, but certainly the the uh, Uber. You know, the few times I've used an Uber in Glasgow now, they're, they're signed up for other services as well. Yes. So, I, so I, it doesn't seem to that be an true. exclusive thing anymore.
0: Maybe, maybe not, but it's still, uh, you know, Uber's definitely the big name it that everyone talks name. about yep. in the street. And, you know, it's the one that everyone, it's like the Hoover of the hailing taxi C- type thing. And it it seems a shame for a technology actually, you know, if it was implemented, you know, properly and maybe to regulation, uh, it. It's quick, easy, convenient. It's very customer focused. Uh, I can understand the livelihoods of, uh, you know, a black a black cab um, driver, and I understand the issues around that. But there's technology now available, which means that things like the knowledge uh, are no longer so relevant. <laughs> and one, you know, so what's the point in harking back to an old period just for the sake of it? May come the day when you just don't need to do the knowledge anymore, and you have the technology, and you make use of it.
1: So as I said, it's got very political. Um, it's turned into a, a, a Labour Tory thing because um, you've got um, Sadiq Khan, who's the Labour mayor. Um, so there's a whole a whole, you know, conservatives are up in arms about this it's anti-competition it's putting london you know at the back of the queue from a tech perspective Uber themselves launched a petition this afternoon yes so, they- so
0: with that that might come so you know we don't know where that's going to end up and we i don't know how you know transport for london have put forward these people which have been acting as judge they're the regulator uh, but i don't know how far that stretches and where the the recourse goes does that go to an actual court of law and therefore and will they see things the same
1: and and what they're saying is a lack of corporate responsibility. I, I, I honestly, I honestly, don't think Uber will be banned from London. Um, they've got twenty one days to launch an appeal, and they've all launched an appeal. And during that appeal process, they can still, you know, they can still um, trade. Uh, so, I, so I don't think you know Uber's not going to disappear in three weeks' time. Uh, and ultimately, Uber will make some changes, which I think they have to because we've covered it a number of times on our. I was going to say on our show. Which, which is a weird thing to say.
0: Show's fine. Yeah, I, I like show. Let's and, do show. Uh,
1: uh, you know that they're they're definitely they're definitely on the. They'll be back basically. No, they'll they'll back. get their license. So what I was back. going to say was that you know if there's a line, they'll definitely cross it and mm-hmm. and then kind of take you know steps to then come back you know so if there's a competitive advantage they'll cross that line and then they'll kind of yes they've drink. been proved they've proved that
0: although maybe maybe who knows maybe that's that is a thing of the past but as they've grown up i mean all these firms have to grow up quickly nowadays they, they, they do have to grow so up much. but
1: i think that this year and we've covered it a number of times this year mm. they you know it, they've if, been a bit dirty. Yeah, if it wasn't you know the abuse of women in the firm, if it wasn't how mm. they you know how they've any competition that comes up against them, they just sink them. You know, with real dirty tactics. You know, phoning up yes. and you know, you know, calling rides and nobody's there and basically just stuffing their business. Um, and then there was that ball matter about you know. So you yeah. know, if someday, someday you know a regulator does come along, then we'll we'll falsify what's going on right now. That, that some real robos and also the kind of yeah. stuff around. I remember, it was all that stuff around um, Apple and iOS, and um, you know it was it was you know constantly hiving data in the background when it shouldn't have been. So
0: yeah, as we as we said, it's had a stink for a while, and it's going to take a little while for that stink to go away. Uh, yet, I still think it's a service that people will be caught up in arms to not have anymore. Uh, and like you say, there are other alternatives, which is going to be good for competition in that market in London at least. Um, and I think, as you said. It's not going to be a long-standing thing. They will get their license back, uh, and also that gives the political angle a chance for them to say, "Well, we tried." Uh, so the, we have, you know, sorry, black cab drivers, we tried, we we did, <laughs> we temporarily rolled it back, banned, but oh, never mind. Now it's now it's back. So and, also, and I think that's what they'll end up playing. Yeah,
1: and there's this whole thing around like, like gig economy and how people are, you know, people have been exploited, and um, you know, obviously unions are very anti, you know. Uber and other companies mm. like that. Um, so, so it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. the the The, the petition, which Uber themselves started, is is just about to break three hundred thousand people. Which it's it's only in five hours, but you've yep. got three point two million users in London alone, and there will be a whole other, you know, there will be a whole audience of tech people saying this is an attack on new
0: tech. You know, if it's... you live outside of the central, you know, real central London. You know, it's not easy just to go and hail a, ta- a taxi. It's you know, it's a it's a more involved process. In the centre of London, I appreciate it. it's not it's not difficult to find a taxi, um, but you know, when as soon as you move out of that central area, it's, it's not so but, easy. But, but, and, but for me, I mean, so technology is great. Yeah,
1: I used it earlier this year. I had to, I had to go. And Why
0: aren't black cabs in, integrating this technology exactly. into their system exactly? You know?
1: And I think some of them are starting to do that. So we've got a couple of mm. options in Glasgow now that are similar um, for black cabs. The black
0: the black cab network needs to, yeah. uh, you know,
1: in to sort itself out. They've been disrupted. That's that the bottom line. And I mean, the Uber service just been able to say, "I need this," you know, "I need somebody here," and they give you a time, and you can see them arriving, and you can step out. and Ab- you know car. it's
0: know uh, you know, I've used them in Tokyo a number of times, and it it just makes the whole process a whole lot easier. You know what you're going to get. You know it's going to turn up, and you know it's going to know where you need to get to. <laughs> and then, so you know, it's all sorted. So yeah. Um, Google is spending some cash and it's spending it on HTC. So it's handing over a billion dollars. And it it seems like that billion dollars is not really to buy anything physical. It's just to have unrestricted access to its intellectual property and that maybe take a few employees over to their, their own divisions. Um, so it's a lot of money just to, <laughs> to unlock all that uh, you know, uh, in- intellectual property um, however they have been working closely with HTC so HTC made their sort of uh, I think it's their Pixel they make so their kind of top of the line android type product straight from Google is actually made by HTC um, and you know it seems like a logical extension of that seen as HTC's as a brand in its own has kind of faded in a number of years not, not due to lack of good products just due to lack of uh, interest in the market it seems I think we're
1: getting some new pixels next week. So some rumors about about what they'll be including, you know, there's a the mythical thousand pound pixel, you know, so it seems to be the well, thing okay. that or thousand dollar. Um the same way that, that Apple's got its X and mm-hmm. and Samsung's got the um what's the big tablet? Plus, is it? No. The one that blew the, up last year. Oh then the yeah, that one. <laughs> It's it's good to know that we can't remember its name, but but we all know what (laughs) it just blew up. Yeah,
0: Um, the blowy yuppy (laughs) one.
1: As you say, it's a lot of money, and and the weird thing is that as well as Google having you know it's almost unfettered access to I guess a whole load of you know tech people within within HTC, but HTC are still going to release their own Android phones Mm. as well. uh,
0: It's strange. What it feels like is that Google are kind of saying "Um, you know we need you to be able to do this for us you do it well i can see you're struggling let me lend you some money and we'll just do it like this to make it sound like i'm not just lending you the money kind of thing that's what it sounds like
1: yeah no that's a good show um and and i guess time will tell Time will tell whether you're
0: worth more to us being still in operation than going out of business thank you i still and
1: i still think you know despite that whole um, you know, so Androids—is it something like like eighty percent market share or ninety percent? It's some huge market share now if you look at across smartphones. But ultimately, there's still this—you know—the money, the money, and the profitability is with Apple, and, uh, yes. and others kind of semi struggle. Um, and I think this is Google saying we do need to control not just the software but the hardware stack. That's that's where we Apple. We need to offer are. that
0: that end to end to allow those updates to roll to allow this that the other to give that competition to yeah the. you know what what effectively you know apple are now charging a thousand pounds for a a phone um there are a lot of people who buy will buy that uh, at a thousand pounds and the manufacturing cost has not gone up by and you know another 400 quid to produce that phone it's just you know
1: there was some there was some there's some um not so much teardowns because it's not out yet but they've been kind of the, the analysts have been adding up the sums, and the Apple are definitely making less off the X than they're making off the eight.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But then, but they always they're still making a lot of money per handset. Absolutely. You know, they, ultimately, they make more than most countries, so well, they are making a lot of money well, out of this ad set.
1: Need to pay for all these town centers that they're going to open up. <laughs> yes,
0: indeed. Uh, CC Cleaner. Uh, a bit of software, very popular and recommended in multiple locations to clean malware off your PC. Turns out it was infected by malware. Which not only is a dope moment, but actually it was, uh, <laughs> they're arguing that the actual malware that did hitchhike onto its installer was, is pretty benign. It does log some information, does give some information back to a central computer, uh, mostly around things like network setup and uh, other bits of the public. But they, they haven't, they <laughs> they're, they're t- They've said, we've not found anything that is, that is giving out sensitive information. We may have just caught this in time. Um, but it, it's really not a good look. No. So
1: it's, it's a bit like what we talked about at the, at the start of the show mm. um, when we talked about Equifax. You know, they're, they've kind of been caught doing what they said they wouldn't. We're protecting your data. We're looking out for you, buddy. And these guys, yeah, we're going to we're going to clean all the malware off the system. We'll protect it. Oh, apart from the malware, we've delivered to you. <laughs> we've just, and that, I mean, it's and that's a bad look.
0: Yeah, you would have thought it's you know to scan that software with your own software probably is the first. <laughs> 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 the, the, I mean, the, ultimately though, all these little bits of software, these you know, not necessarily massive development firms. They certainly not got you know, multi multi millions behind them. They do just use off the shelf. Components, yeah. things like installers are off the shelf components, and that is exactly why they get targeted. Because you pick up an off the shelf installer, even if it's a legitimate one, but maybe you know you just picked it up from somewhere and didn't think about it too much. Now it's an infected version. You know, it's a chain event thing. Yeah. So there will be plenty of other bits of software out there that are also using that infected installer. Uh, but we just not, you know, it's they're not <laughs> malware software, so we're not talking about
1: it. No, I mean, they might get hit with it. Was I'm trying to remember the name of the torrent application. Um, I think VLC got a bit and um, panic, mm-hmm. um, panic themselves. So there's, there's been a number of kind yeah, of. Yeah,
0: big, big, you know, it happens to even big companies.
1: Yeah, just, just like, I think things are so sophisticated now um, and there's so many people doing it. I, I wouldn't rule out any of us getting hit at some point. Uh,
0: and there's, you know, I wouldn't rule out any of us not being fully infected already, and that fact is we just don't know about. It. The ones, the ones you know about, are not the ones to worry about. The ones is the is the ones you don't know about. Certainly the the governmental ones. Right, that's it. Get just because they're paranoid doesn't mean they're not watching.
1: Uh, I'm going to get some pen and paper, and I'm going to go yeah. out and hail a black cab because that's the only <laughs> safe way.
0: It's the only safe way. Put that tin on your head and. Remove yourself from the internet. I reckon about 2.27 million users were, uh, inf- you know, affected by this. So it's, it's f- not insignificant. No, it's a numbers. fair number.
1: I, again, I just think the. I'll be interested in just the the reputational damage. I just I just don't see how the... <laughs> it's hard to come back from. it. Exactly. Yeah. you know it's because yeah. it, it, there's so many other competitors as well in this you know? sure
0: but most of those are also just malware pretending to clean your soft system absolutely but you know what I mean? but at least they're blatant about it it's like there's, been, not- there's
1: going to be a lot of magazine articles that are just going to say actually yeah. we can't recommend this anymore
0: <laughs> yeah how can we, you know we've removed our editors recommend but then that's because- that's
1: a magazine nobody reads magazines anymore <laughs>
0: Upcoming versions of Google Chrome will let you permanently mute sites and block auto-playing videos. Yes, finally. Yes, I agree. I agree. So, yeah, basically the, Google have sort of said, look, it's annoying when your browser suddenly starts spurting out music that you didn't expect. It's more annoying that it, it also plays videos, which in in mobile world is chewing up battery life for no uh, benefit or no wanted benefit, uh, and people are starting to abuse this, especially advertisers and all that kind of stuff. So they are kind of remove that ability or re- start lessen the ability within Chrome sixty four, um, but they are also removing an option that allows you to block these things automatically from everywhere so they're, they're actually adding some sort of intelligence in to say okay we're going to let some of these play uh, especially if they're mute and especially if it's on a site that we predict you you do actually want to hear the content or at least you've shown an interest in that content before
1: and the cynic in me is that means that if somebody's paid a google advertiser you know and so it'll be like and I'm I'm being I'm being a bit a bit cynical, but there'll be something. You look that's... very
0: interested in in a direct proportional <sighs> ratio to how much money the advertiser just gave us. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> There's a Google advert on this site that's going to autoplay. We think that's fine.
0: My algorithm yeah. says that you, <laughs> you like that one. But, but, oh, funny! I got a pound for yeah, that. Yeah, but
1: honestly, it's a good thing. They, they, I was really annoyed Instagram since I, I guess all the all the apps are getting more and more like face. You know, any Facebook titles because they've kind of said, "Well, we're going to start autoplaying video." And then it was like we'll, we'll play, all, we'll start autoplaying video and the sound, and Instagram kind of turned that on for me. But it only happened in one day, and then it gets switched off. Mm. And it was really annoying because you're scrolling through, and things would just yep. start blaring at you. And it's like this is not what I want. This is this no. is, and there's no option. There was not an option to say actually I don't want this. It was just mm-hmm. that's on, and that was it. And that was mm. that was horrendous. I hated that.
0: I think we're gonna see it more. I think you know, this and the next story we're gonna talk about now, which is um Apple in Safari are gonna block um uh, ads that follow. Um and the of the advertising industry is not happy at all. Um so shortly that'll be so twenty-fifth of September this is the, the update will land. Uh, and basically it's the it's gonna stop these adverts that have very clever cookie tracking. Uh, and you'll have noticed it where across the internet Adverts follow you and you see adverts everywhere. And, and these advert networks have built up these collaborative cookies effectively, which allow sites to see exactly where you've been, where you've come from and who you are. So effectively, by using these cookies and then putting them all together at their end, uh, they can have a full, a relatively full uh, browsing history for you Uh, apple argue this is completely against um you know it's so invasive now and pervasive that it genuinely is a a a, a pack of data you've never agreed for them to collect they are collecting they're using it uh, and obviously the industry are saying but it's essential to what we're trying to do this is innovation this is this is how we make sure people can see our products and we can you know expand advertising online yeah i mean and and
1: and to me, the the fact the fact that this is working is because obviously the the you know the the petition in Apple and are making it public about how damaging this is that Apple are doing and the, the kind of two quotes as you said, you know, so they're saying the infrastructure of the modern internet depends on consistent, and generally applicable standards for cookies. So digital companies can innovate to build content services and advertising that are personalised for users and remember their visits. Um, and they're saying that cookies Apple, were,
0: yeah. Cookies were never designed No, exactly. Do, and do, they're
1: <laughs> saying Apple Safari move breaks those standards. Um, and Apple are saying, ad tracking technology come so pervasive that it's possible ad tracking companies to recreate the majority of person's web browsing history. And we know that. And I know that from mm. searching something on one site and going on Facebook yeah, and yeah. advertising some really bizarre things. It follows you
0: forever. <laughs> it follows it across and, and it's just because these ad networks have realised how powerful this is. Yeah. And, and I can understand their, you know, consternation at, you know the fact that, that apple are now going to block it now I, I i come down somewhere in between I, I don't know where i sit so i don't like the fact that apple are again breaking a standard i think the safari browser has quit becoming one of those browsers which was like internet explorer 6 used to be which is an absolute dead end um and it, break, it doesn't only break this ability for advertising networks to do it, but it can break and does break other technologies which need to communicate uh, via these cookies and across sites. So it could, you know, it's going to break and affect other technologies that are un- unrelated to advertising. Um, I can see why it's there. I, I don't know, you know, some businesses are going to have a problem with this other than the advertising. That's where I'd be interested to see where that lands. And then whether it just means that everyone just says don't use Safari.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I, in principle, I'm for it. I don't like the ad tracking as it stands right now, but then, sure. But then, you know, in a year's time, I don't use Safari. No, but in a year's time, there might be a number of people or a number of sites that turn around and say, "See, because it's no longer affordable, we're either going behind a paywall or we're having to shut down." There's a, there's a, there's a lot of what we take for granted in it paid by advertising, and, and we but don't so, realize you know, it.
0: exactly like apple says though all this protection has to happen whenever a company collects information and this is just a leaked set of information that that's just there and and again they're not just storing it on your local machine which is what a cookie essentially is there for it's transferring that data between all these unrelated companies via a kind of network uh, a shadow network and it's there's definitely something you know not right about it yet i can still see the advertiser point of view which is that's, you know, tough on the user almost. We, we, this is how we make our money. Yeah, iPhone A8 might be a slightly less interest in this phone. Perhaps something to do with the fact there's another phone coming out soon.
1: Uh, maybe the fact that at their keynote, they said this is the future of smartphones and, and it wasn't <laughs> and, an iPhone 8. I, I don't know. <laughs> call, call me Sherlock Holmes. But I think, I think that's put a few people off from upgrading to an iPhone 8.
0: I think uh, you know a, Apple are not daft. I think they would know that the ten will cannibalise the eight, and therefore maybe they've actually just you know set up for this. Yeah. But it's always it's always a shock when uh, you know yeah. analysts see that they're not selling quite as many as they should. Uh, and you know who knows? Maybe they're all prepared for this. Uh, but it also does make you question the decision to release both phones at the same time. Um, the, the
1: shock. Uh, the shock will be if. If there's a lot of people who do try and pre-order an X, sorry, a ten, and um, <laughs> um, a, and the rumours about stock levels are played mm. out. There's, there's there's lots of you know commentators saying that reality is if you're looking for one at the end of October, you'll probably get one in February. You know, it's right, cause it, okay. cause just because demand's going to be so much that you're going to have a really small, you know, small well, maybe chance to get it. Maybe
0: it. we just don't care so much about phones. And that's,
1: you know, that was one of our talking points, just about the whole, mm. you know, the become such a, you know, it's almost like a standard. The shape's the same for everybody. The features are the same for everybody.
0: Whether you, you know, every, whether you, you know, you will, everyone will have a preference about what kind of phone, you know, people, there are diehard Android fans, there are diehard um, iPhone fans, there are die they are diehard, you know, Windows phone fans, even though it doesn't really exist anymore. You know, people love what they love, um, but at the end of the day, they kind of all do the same thing and they kind of all do it pretty well now, even though people say oh, one thing's clunky, one thing's, you know, easy, one thing's hard, whatever. They still, relatively speaking, all do the same thing. Yeah.
1: Well, oh be interesting. Is just the you know if if what demoed on stage and what demoed behind the scenes. You know, Face ID the uh, reality of that if it actually reviews badly. You know, so the, there's mm. a there's a whole there's a whole slew of reviews came out this week for not just the eight but the Apple TV and the, the Series Three Watch. And the Series Three Watch got quite a few dings. You know, Verge gave it a five. Just saying battery life's just not there, and and had real issues with cellular connectivity. Um there's lots of people who got their watch today saying the performance is amazeballs you know, when I mean, you it, it is night and day even to compare to a series one and um mm-hmm.
0: But then you're always gonna get that from Apple fans who just shelled out a lot of money for uh, it.
1: there is that. Um and even Apple T V again, you know, generally good, expensive, but then they're forcing HDR on people and some of the content looks bad and and again, no option <laughs> yeah. to change that and you're like, Ouch. You know, that just turns mm. that off for me. It's like I'm as well just getting a Roku. Never mind uh, us. You know,
0: I, I- you know, HDR is one of those things, isn't it? It depends how your TV implements it as much as anything, and whether if you've got a slightly cheaper TV, the chances are it won't do as good a job. And no, then but it that... all looks a bit artificial. And you know how it does. LCD you know panels when they first came out used to be so so over the top saturated that it was ugly. So it took a while to get things under control.
1: I, d- I do think you'll get people, as I said, end of October, interesting. You know, people look yeah. at it and go, "I'm struggling to get this. Sod it." I'll just wait a year or sod it. I'll just pick up an eight plus because I want the bigger screen or sod it. Or
0: I'll just stick with my seven, which or, is
1: perfectly serviceable. <laughs> yeah, but, there's, but there are people that will come at the end of the two year deal, you know. So there's mm-hmm. there's a lot, of, you know, there's a lot of cycles in this. You know, I, I, I can see it from floating around a bit at work. You know, I've paid my phone's paid for. I want a new phone, and they're they're ready. Yeah, but the I, the I, X is. Essentially. Is, yeah.
0: essentially what we're saying then is now is not the time to judge whether the interest is high October you have to wait for it and then we'll know whether things have been a success or not yeah
1: and I think we'll know I can never remember all the quarters so whenever they report what this this quarter will be January, February time um, that'll be the time when you go ooh there was a you know, and that's when they'll say oh we underestimated demand or we couldn't make these yes. enough of these model you know, iPhone X and analysts
0: will be very disappointed very no disappointed. matter what <laughs> exactly <laughs> no matter whether they made billions or didn't make billions they would
1: yeah. be very disappointed well let's be honest they're going to make billions it's just whether they make 30 billion or 35 billion or 45 billion it's i mean
0: around <laughs> the earnings calls if you were a shareholder for apple you should just sell just before i a call and then buy again just after a call and you they, there's probably people doing that and i'm sure you make a heck of a lot of money from doing that Yeah. yeah i think
1: this week I think they've taken... I'm just trying to get to... A, so if I look over this month... Yeah, so basically... Basically this week is they've not performed very well. They've dropped... What's that about? 5%. Mm.
0: So there you go. And 5% on that kind of share price is a big... It's a big bump when you buy it at the 5% low and then it goes back up again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, that's, the, that's money to make money, isn't it? That's the the end of our stuff for today, unless you've got any pick that you want to particularly share. Um, there's
1: actually there's a couple of AR apps. So iPhone 11, uh, mm-hmm. not iPhone iOS 11s come out this week, and with it, all the AR kits been launched. Yeah. Um, and one I really do quite like is Measure Kit. Um, so that that was the one
0: way you can. It's like a tape measure, right? Between it's a tape. Points. Well,
1: it's a tape measure, but then you can measure between. You can measure bendy lines. You can use. Okay. You can point at the floor and then point at somebody's face, and it will turn their <laughs> your height. So
0: who knew you wanted to know the length of your a grain on your table? Yeah. So um, so so Shack's
1: one meter seventy Chris. So this is the t- <laughs> this is the time that we can finally set. this this this. How who's the tallest? What height I'm are you? I'm pretty curious?
0: sure. I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm over 170. Not not by much. Uh, not by there much. you go. Not by much, but we'll find out. Yeah.
1: So the um, um, so yeah. so measure kit is definitely the one that I thought was the most interesting, most reliable. Um, I've downloaded the machines, which was the one that was demoed. Remember, they kind of mm-hmm. did the you know you could it, it looked graphically looked great, but it looked kind of poor in and, and it was it's okay. I'm not not. You know, it's just one of those, I, I think we're going to see more AR kit stuff over the coming weeks and months. Um, what does
0: the overall kind of thing feel like when you're moving around and looking through your phone effectively into this new world? Does it does it have an solid. illusion there? Yeah, it's very yeah.
1: solid. So it's, um, uh, and it's maybe, it's one of these things that's, uh, when I tried HoloLens, what I really liked about HoloLens was you could turn away. And you've placed like, a window there. You turned away, did something else. You turned back, and the window was there. So it was, mm-hmm. it was you know, all your points were getting saved, and it made it a much more realistic world. And the AR kit apps are, are, are a bit like that as well. So with the measure app, you can you can have like you know multiple measures, and then you can turn around and do something else, and turn back, and they're still there. And it's and it's accurate. And it seems to keep quite. That track. It's amazing. It, it seems is amazing. quite fixed. So and mm-hmm. I'm and I'm. It's very sensitive to light. Um, it only works on the horizontal plane, so it doesn't do vertical. So it's uh right, It's, okay. it's, all, it's all early days, um, mm-hmm. but it's uh that that you can see where this is, I guess where this is going, and it's it's all quite exciting.
0: Good, okay. Uh, we should mention that we're currently hammering Destiny, um, as a Destiny Two, yes, as a game of choice, and we're. I I think I'm having quite a lot of fun with it. Really, it's occasionally frustrating, occasionally grindy. Um, but at the moment we're still in the discovery phase because um, we're not rushing anything, so it's all kind of new, really. I,
1: I still like um, Polygon's assessment was destiny without the bullshit, and it does feel like that. Yeah, you know they've taken yeah, some I, of that. That that.
0: And things happen quickly now, so yeah. you can always go and find something to do. Whereas before, it was felt annoying because if you had a challenge that said you have to complete three public quests it would sometimes take you all day to find three public quests uh, and now they spawn all the time which can make them a little bit less impressive as far as you know whatever but um yeah so onto strikes next I think is our next uh, yes. thing to go and investigate but no it's very but yeah,
1: very impressive very impressive
0: it is uh, graphically very impressive and technologically quite a feat as well and we've had no not perfect,
1: no but we've so had no big issues really. you know so I've not went no. into games and thought you know, there's a massive amount of lag or anything like that. It's, nope. Or they've done a better job of masking it, which I think is probably maybe, yeah. more the truth.
0: Or averaging it out so you sometimes feel like you're on the winning side and sometimes you feel like a bit, you're a bit under the, under the cosh. But anyway, yeah, good. So we'll probably, I'll give a bit more of a, my own personal feedback when I've kind of seen the end game. Um, and I think that's it for today then. So thank you very much for listening. I won't randomly just say Google uh, after having crashed on coffee (laughs) like I did last time. Uh, DigitalOutbox.com is our website. Info at DigitalOutbox.com is our email address and we're on Twitter and Skype at DigitalOutbox. Uh, If you want to find out more about me, CheesyUK is my Twitter and AcademyRacer.co.uk might be some interesting news on that site coming up in the next few days. What a tease. Uh, What a tease. So there you go. You'll have to go there and see maybe next week if I could be bothered. If not... (laughs) Just listen to this podcast and you'll find out when I can be bothered. Where can we find you, in?
1: So you're basically teasing a maybe post and a maybe podcast in the next yeah, 10 days. Exactly.
0: Something's going to go on. Uh, my blog, if not, just enjoy your life. It's not a stressing over.
1: Uh, my blog's END.net. Um, I'm on Twitter. Shrepa, and I'm chuckling because Shaq's just shared a link on Facebook, which is um, um, Glasgow Teens Camped Out for the new iPhone 8 Apple Store. But there was no cure. There's only those two.
0: <laughs> I just, I'm sure they had a lot of fun. And, I'm I, sure
1: I, and especially like the evening times, who have just went, oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sure it was a lot of fun for them to stay in a cold, wet street uh, overnight. There you go. They will Let's... be forever known as the people that did that, though. Persons. Thank you very much for listening, and we will speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Maybe maybe they're not veg anymore. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's not. Is other, that what happens in the streets of
1: Glasgow overnight? Is that <laughs> Clearly, what you're saying?
0: Maybe that's what happened in the queue.
1: You need to ask Roy. Dieted brew boy. All about midnight <laughs> opens and running through Glasgow. Anyway,
0: right then, I am. I'm going to the gym. Shockingly, amazing. It is Friday, the twenty seventh of September. <laughs>